It's Positive Spark Plug time, and I'm your host, Candice, and I am excited to bring to you guys this episode. Within this episode, I connect with Karen and Benjamin. These two both attended a four-day free influencer summit held by Brendan Burchard, and we come together, connect, learn about each other's stories, learn all about the takeaways that we learned and gathered from this summit, and we discuss how we are implementing them in our lives and our careers right now. This episode was so fun and I just absolutely love connecting with people and I'm so happy that this summit was able to bring in like-minded individuals who are wanting to truly make this world a better place and I cannot wait for you guys to hear more from them. So let's get to it. Hi, Karen. Hi, Benjamin. How are you guys? Doing great. Good to be here. Doing good. Thank you. Good, good. Um, I'm excited to have you guys on the Positive Spark Plug podcast. We connected uh, through the Influencer Summit, and I'm just, I, I always get so excited when I can link up and uh you know, learn from and grow from like-minded people and just really cheer them on as they are creating impact and influence in um, their lives and the, the world around them. And I'm so honored that you guys accepted uh, my request to come on. So thank you guys so, so very much. Um, I'm so excited to have you guys. Um, I'm going to go through and ask you guys just a little bit about uh, who you guys are, um, just so I can get a deeper knowing of who you guys are, but also my listeners. So just a little bit of uh, who you are and kind of what you guys do, and then we'll get into uh, the the summit uh, takeaways. Okay. Uh, Karen, would you like to go first? Oh, okay. Um, sure. So about me and what do I do? Uh, so personally, I'm married and I have two teenage daughter, uh, two teenage uh, kids, a daughter and a son. Uh, one's college age, one's a freshman in high school. And so, and I live in New York, Staten Island, New York. So that's my personal uh, life, I guess, if you will. Professionally, I used to actually work in the advertising industry for many, many years, and in different different aspects of it. And then five years ago, I decided to stop being sick and tired of being sick and tired, and I took control of my health and wellness. And so I joined a health and wellness company, and I was doing that part time along with my corporate job. My corporate job, I was freelancing uh, from last summer, and my corporate job ended, my freelance position ended March 31st. No joke. It, like, literally the same time COVID hit is at the same time as my corporate job ended. So I decided that it was the universe apparently telling me maybe I should go full-time into the health and wellness, you know, into the health and wellness space. So that's what I've been doing um, since March full-time in the health and wellness space. So I basically help people... Uh, create healthy bodies and make accounts. 
and show them that healthy is a lifestyle, not a life sentence, and a partner with the health and wellness company. Um, and we are basically anything you tired, we have something for you. You're tired, you're cranky, <laughs> you need good nutrition, <laughs> you need something to work out with, we, we got you covered. <laughs> we got you covered and all that. Um, and the funny thing is about the summit is that Brendan had actually spoken at one of our events a couple of years ago. So I, I just really love his realness and his rawness. And I, I, I like how he's all about intentionality. I like how it's all about, um, honestly, there's so many takeaways and I like all these summits because it's all about how do you do, I can't honestly pinpoint something. Honestly, like one specific, there was no specific aha moments for me to be perfectly transparent, but the intentionality, the focus, the the um the posture that he talks about um i finally read his book i actually to be honest with you i hadn't read his book it was given to us and so in reading his book the high performance habits i was really taken aback by it's it's really the endurance like it's almost like you have to be you know almost like an endurance like an athlete because there's all of doing anything you have to keep going even on the days you don't want to keep going. And so I took his his testing and everything like that. And that's kind of what I took away from it. Even the influences on it and all of these things, like it's just about endurance. It's about getting yourself into this focus and however that however you do that is up to you. It could be anything for anybody, but that's I think the most important thing. And setting the intention and not just setting the intention, but writing it out and speaking it out. I think are honestly things that I weren't doing and now that I am doing. And honestly I love the Facebook group too, because not just because it connected us, but I like because I because of what I do, I I'm in network marketing, I love community. So I love when a community can come together and just sort of well, how do you do this? How did, is this good? Is that good? And just sort of help each other and not, and, and also call each other out on our stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just like, well, why aren't you doing this? You know what I mean? Cause sometimes it's better to hear stuff like that from other people. And I love that he did it. Honestly, one of my favorite things is that he didn't charge for it. And I know this sounds a little ridiculous, but honestly, I think it's a great tool to have. And all these people, given the, the, the world we are living in nowadays, are giving us something for, of huge value to us so that we can help ourselves and others. And I see people printing receipts and stuff like that. And it's just been, for me, that's like the, that's my biggest takeaways, if you will. So those are the things that I enjoy the most. Nice. I enjoy that. Uh, Benjamin, what about you? Can you give us a little bit of who you are? And what you do? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I am a life coach. I grew up as a musician, and I am still a musician, but my profession is a life coach. I was, at one time, a full-time touring musician, and uh, then, through some series of events, I realized that my, my passion is communicating. So whatever method I can do that most effectively. And I started realizing that music is powerful and I always will love music and I'm a student of music. I listen to it. But to communicate a specific message in a way that people can take hold of it and use it, I, I realized that coaching was it for me. And 
of course, I'm interested in doing speaking. I, I do. I'm starting out, you know, to do more of a speaking career. But I always like the idea of life coaching because it's where the rubber meets the road. It's the practicality. And specifically, I coach people about how to recover from uh, how to establish their identity after spiritual abuse. And that's a subject that is not real known, well known to people. We know what sexual abuse is. We know what verbal abuse is. We know what physical abuse. There are types of abuse that don't leave physical scars. And because of that, they're not often treated on the same level. But we respond to them the same way. We have triggers. We have these fears that come up. We have uncomfortable. And the testament to that is religion is one of the areas that people generally feel the most uncomfortable talking about. Why is that? Because we have a lot of unpleasant memories and, and interactions around it. So that's one thing that I work with specifically. And But also people come to me just looking to build confidence. Because what how we start, how we focus in the mind works out through our career. It works out through our relationships. It works through our finances and our home and everything. Because who we are, our best self, is what we end up expressing sooner or later to those around us. So that's what I do. Awesome. That is so cool. I, so you do you do network marketing, Karen, yes. correct? Yes. Yes, and it's for, um, like, wellness all yes. around. It's, yeah, like, it's, general mm-hmm. fitness, what, nutrition, fitness, mm-hmm. everything. That is amazing. And you focus more or less on the the spiritual release and the emotional aspect that is like deep within people that is like holding them back and you help coach them and communication is huge for you. Correct, Benjamin? Yeah, I kind of help people to get centered in who they are so that they know what they're marketing. Because because it's it's the, the first step. Who we are, you know, has been said, how you do anything is how you do everything. And like the people that we see who are, you know, the, the Brendan Richards and the Tony Robbins and the uh, Richard Branson's and the Barack Obama's and different people that are really making a difference in the world. They spent time on the introspection because yes. inner yes. of of what we do. And I realized this in my own life earlier on, which is why I got into this. Those inner conflicts inhibit anything else. You can have great relationship mm-hmm. advice. You can have great financial advice. You can have great health advice, which is so important. But if you don't have your mind right, you're not going to take full advantage of any of it. Oh, what was one of the your life that kind of was a pivoting point to get you to start working within this aspect of the the genre? Because like you said, it's not one that's really tapped into. So what was it in your life that was like, woo? It was my unhappiness with where life was. Uh, I follow Les Brown a lot. And he always says, you got to be hungry. And for me, I didn't realize that I grew up, I didn't grow up in a family who listened to motivational speakers and who had life coaches. And, and I grew up in a family that didn't have a lot of money. And, and we didn't come from a, an, a surrounding of people that bred this idea that you're the master of your destiny and you can achieve success. But I did 
always want to have successful relationships. Like I always, I always knew that when you don't interact well with people, especially if those people are in your own home, that that makes a pretty miserable life. And I wasn't, I didn't know a lot of people who had mastered that area of life. So that's really where it started for me. And I had a, a chance encounter. Uh, I, I believe that, that, uh, chance or, or circumstances, God's way of remaining anonymous. But I had this encounter where I was in the backseat of my brother-in-law's car. He put on a recording of Zig Ziglar. That was the first time I ever heard a motivational speaker. That was the first time I was exposed to the personal development world at all. And that was about five years ago. Since then, I've been on this journey. Like I can take charge of my own life. I can make my own decisions. I can develop self-confidence. I can develop spiritual awareness. I can develop uh, successful relationships. And that will lead to career success. That will lead to financial success and, and give me something worth marketing. Wow. Karen, you were going to ask him something. Go ahead. I well, have to do you. <laughs> it was funny because I, when you were talking about the mindset, and, and first of all, I also love Les Brown. I think he's the name. i um, huge, huge fan of his. But um, you were talking about the mindset. That's a piece that I didn't understand myself. Um, so when I started health and wellness, we do personal development. Like, you know, it's part of our program, if you will. And I had no idea that it doesn't matter what you're doing to your point, Benjamin, you said it, like whatever it is that you're doing, you need the right mindset to do it and to sustain it for that matter. Not even so much to do it, to sustain it. So I, I really love it. It's very similar in vain to what I was learning uh, as well. And, 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 and we just called, you call it schedulary, which is kind of delving deeper and deeper. But the personal development, I'm like you. I grew up no, no money, you know, not a lot of money, no motivational anything. You know what I mean? It was, yeah, you can be anything and do anything you want. But like, and even with, you know, you, you go to work, you get it, you go to college, you get to go to work, get a job. You know what I mean? So even like something like network marketing wasn't like heard of. So it's, it's so, I love that you brought that up. I love that you brought that piece into it because that is such an important piece in, in, in anything, you know, even with I do with, what I do with health and wellness, but like I think in life in order to just not stay stagnant in where you are and just think, well, that's the way it's supposed to be. Yes. So Karen, for you, what was like your, what was your pivoting point or did you have uh, a synchronized little bit of continuousness of, okay, I need to make a change in my life or was it kind of like a big like, ooh, no. <laughs> this is something I need to shift into or was it a connection? Was it a, hey, try this? And then you're like, oh, I like this. I can do in this. It was, well, it was a great, it was, it was a gradual sort of, event if you will it, it took quite a few years between everything my father had passed away and then a year after as soon after he passed I actually had quit smoking and I took up exercising and so I took up exercising then I quit smoking so I started like sort of little by little and anyway the people I was working out with uh the instructor she was introduced um, to the company. And so she shared everything with, with us, you know, the people that she, she taught in the Zumba class. And I said no for four years because I didn't understand how it would fit into my life. I didn't understand the vision. I did, I just didn't, it was, it was, I, it was just something I didn't know. And I wasn't ready to make that change yet. 
I just wasn't ready. I was like, I was, I was fine. You know what I mean? And then I was like, wait a minute, but I'm really not fine. I really don't like the way I look at pictures. I really take naps a lot. Like I really started to be evaluating what I was doing in my life. If my kids wanted to do something, I'd be like, wait, mommy has to rest. Wait, mommy has to do, you know what I'm saying? And so I finally was like, wait a minute. And after seeing all of them lose weight and earn money and everything, I was like, wait a minute, maybe there is something to it. You know, so I'm a little stubborn. So that's when I finally was like, okay, let me, I'm from Brooklyn, I'm stubborn. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, okay, let me try this. And within a week, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, it was like nothing I had ever felt before. But I was also ready to make that change to the personal development piece I spoke about. If I wasn't really ready to do any of it, it would have never worked. So I think that's important. Ah. But yeah, so, so it was it was totally like within a week, I was like, wait a minute, like, this is ridiculous. And so here I am, I have, years later. I have a question for you. What did, you know... We always, what, what did saying no for so long, then saying yes, what did that teach you in life? Like, what lesson did that teach you? <laughs> the lesson I try to teach my kids is to stop. First of all, you're letting, the, I'm actually reading a book called Fear is Your Homeboy, so this should have read this like nine years ago, but unless it's, I let fear take over. I let what I didn't, I didn't take chances. Like, I didn't just, I lived my whole life like what if like what if something happens I lived my whole life like this and so I didn't take any freaking chances and so what saying no to to also so two things in, ter in terms of a lesson for me and that I teach my kids also is sometimes even if you don't know it's okay to, if, if people that you know like and trust are doing it it's not like oh jump off the broken bridge and somebody else does it it's not like that you know what I'm saying but like it, it take the chance because you never know what's going to happen so that's what the lesson it taught me but sometimes even when I'm trying to present this opportunity to others and they say no I don't take it personally because it's also it's not a right now either so that's the two lessons in terms of life lesson but in terms of also me sharing this with others is that maybe they just don't see it now and that's why I you know unless they tell me otherwise I continuously follow up to Somebody who's like a multimillionaire in my company 21 times before she said yes. I'm not even lying to you, but I saw you 21 times. Wow. Whoa. That's so crazy. the lesson is, you gotta, you know, people talk about it all the time. Brendan, you know, all of these people talk about taking a chance. But, but the other thing is, I was ready. So the lesson is also, like, you can't necessarily take that chance. If you're never going to be fully ready, but like, there has to be something in you that says, you know what? Yeah, I'm just going to do it and whatever happens, happens. Yes, 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 yes. I, I love that. So you guys are both, you know, creating, you know, impact and influence in, in both healthness, like health, wellness, you know, spiritual, soulfulness, heart, mind, body, connection, communication, all of this. And it's led us all to one point, which then has connected us to this, and that is the Influencer Summit. So who was it, and how did you hear of this summit? So it was a four-day, I believe. He's added in an extra bonus, I believe, day. It was a four-day free summit of pretty much right now, today's top 
performers in 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 mastery of health wellness spiritual pretty much our genres and what we're doing uh network marketing everything it had lewis house it had uh dave um hollis it had like oh my god jay shetty it had um what's her name uh oh my god i'm forgetting her marketing name she's one of my girls um uh boss babe um like everybody like it was just jam-packed and the thing is is all of these people came on and delivered their best and it was just like it was mind-blowing to me um what led you to this how did you get connected to this and then i want uh once you guys have done like how you got connected, if you guys want to talk about like what was your like takeaway and just leave it at that and then I'll go on to my next question um after that. So like how did you get connected to the summit and what was like your takeaway or your favorite part of the weekend? Um and then we'll switch over to the next person, and then I'll ask the next question. I don't remember. To be honest with you, I really don't I may have gotten an email because I'm on Brendan's email list. So perhaps that's how I found out about it. That may be it. That may have been it. I could only assume that's it. But I honestly can't remember specifically how uh, I found out about it. Um, I kind of talked away to talk about my takeaways. Well, I love Dave Howells. I actually follow Dave Howells on Instagram. Um, that that you brought Dave Howells up. And I, I love how how he's obviously not giving every detail of what's going on because obviously we know they're getting divorced, but I love how he's leaned into it and taken that and, and, you know, we talked about having hard days and, 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 and he's more real to me now, if that makes any kind of sense. And I'm all about, you know what I mean? And so, and so I know he did that. And so, you know, he's, that's kind of what he's doing when he talks about, I mean, I read get out of your way and everything like that. And what, what he sort of very much transformed in the like last three years from his thought process and everything like that. But the last few months since they announced a divorce, what he's saying, what he's doing, how he's presenting himself is really, a, I'm a huge, huge fan of his now. And that the huge take, and I just think when you have these things before, they're amazing, but there's like 400 million things. <laughs> You know what I mean? And there's a lot, a lot, a lot of information to take, you know what I mean? It's like, oh my God, where do I go first? Where do, you know what I mean? And it's like, what do you do first? And that's why I said in the earlier about setting the intention and just kind of uh, be, you know, the endurance and, and like, you know, I do a morning routine every morning. Um, and, and I, I t- speak affirmations every morning. And I know Brendan does like simulate anything, like all of these things. The biggest takeaway for me whenever I've done any of these things has been a, a solid morning routine. Honestly. And, and I, and I, and I started doing that like a year ago and it really does make an absolute difference in my state, in your state of mind. So that, that's really a huge takeaway for me. I know Dave does the running and how we post everything like that. And so that's really what's important. And I love, I haven't been in, I have to be honest, in the, I want to be more um, active in the Facebook group. But I love also that there's a Facebook group of all of us. And, and so there's a yeah. place that we can all go for whatever reason it may be. Not just to talk about the summit, but now it's like, okay, we all have different kind of businesses. Well, how can we write Look at us here. I mean, that's how we begin. You know what I mean? So it, it creates all these other sort of offshoots. 
So I think, honestly, it's not so much sometimes the actual event that you take away something from, but it's the, you know, it's the people that are in it, if that makes any kind of sense. I love that. And it certainly does. That was one of my takeaways, uh, was just like the actual connections that you get to build afterwards from what you're learning um besides all the wisdom and knowledge and insights from all of these like top-notch people i love i totally agree with you um with dave um i before i never really it, it sounds bad but i never really knew dave or rachel but i when i got to know them i knew more rachel than dave like i didn't really hear of dave um, and then when I did, it was due to their, um, their like 90 day like challenge thing that they were doing, like their virtual weekend, um, their rise weekend. And I attended and I was like, Oh, I like him, but I felt something was different. I was like, I am one of those people where I was like, you know where like you kind of like, you're like, yeah, you know, they feel like they have to pretend that they look, they're like, into each other and I don't want to say that but it was like the cameras are on <laughs> um that's fair and then all of a sudden it was just it was only like I would say I think it was like four or so months later that they announced mm -hmm. that they were divorced and I was like see I felt like something was off and unfortunately what I didn't like was when they both announced it they did it very respectfully they asked very respectfully of everybody to um, give them time, their family time to, to go with what they are both going through. And I agreed with that, but there were so many rude comments about like, you should have shown that, we saw that, da 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 da. And I was just like, how hard would it be to have all that light? And as much as they don't think that it's big like everybody else, like, you know, the NFL and the athletes and that, they still have a big spotlight on them in, in the mm -hmm. world, as much as they don't might not recognize it, to to have to work together and create that space, create that family atmosphere. And with it being so raw, having such a light like that, um, I, I think they did it so gracefully and how he's immersing so much into it and sharing so much of it, mm -hmm. um, even withholding some things back respectfully to Rachel and stuff. It's just been, yeah, I think he's saved a lot of people with it. Mm -hmm. Um, Benjamin, let's get to you. How did you hear about the summit? Um, what do, what were your takeaways? I I think how I heard about it, I believe that we're guided. However you believe the particulars of where that guidance comes from, I believe that, that life, it, it happens in, in a, a way that looking back makes sense. You can connect the dots looking back. So I, as I said, was kind of introduced to personal development about five years ago by chance. But then it progressed to listening to Tony Robbins. And, and then to Brendan Burchard. And I listened to, uh, the HPX podcast and the thing that he did with Denise. And I listened to, um, his, uh, high performance habits book that he actually put on his podcast for, so that the, there's a free audio book on the Brendan show. I don't know if, if you all knew that. Of, no. of awesome. performance habits. If it's still there, as far as I know it is. 
So that was sort of my introduction to Brenda. And then I heard about last year's Influencer Summit. And Lewis Howes did a couple of episodes where they sort of introduced this concept of Influencer Summit. And they talked about what it meant to be an influencer. And that was really intriguing to me at the time because that was just around the time that I was coming out from full-time music. But I didn't have the money to go to the 2019. And, you know, I was disappointed about that and life moves on. You don't really think you get distracted and and caught up in the day-to-day events. Yeah. And then I'm also a member of the, of Dean Graziosi's and Tony Robbins Knowledge Broker Blueprint. So they had their world summit, which I went to just about a month before Influencer Summit. And they had a man on there named Pete Vargas. I'm not sure if you've heard of him. He really worked with the audience to hone in, what is your message? Because your message ultimately is the is what attracts people to you as an influencer, as an individual. And at that time, in the middle of that summit, this idea came to me, your voice matters. Like, in a matter of, of perspective of 2020, what's been happening? What's been happening in my life in the spiritual sense? What's happening in the political sense? What's happening in conversations all over? Like, there's so many voices that are happening, and especially during 2020, where while so much is happening online. Earlier this year, I decided, I'm a musician. My concerts got canceled. I'm going to do stuff online. And so I did. I did like in a, in a space of two couple months, I did over 30 concerts, different concerts online. And I was like, I'm going to change the world. And my viewers went down. <laughs> and I was so discouraged because it was one of those things that I'm like, there's just so much going on here. It's so easy to get buried. Even the people who know you and, and like you, it's like, if you're not putting out, as Brendan says, like, you know, four posts a day or something, you can just get lost. And so I just got to the, the solidity, the, um, the idea that like, that was my message. I wanted to encourage other people that their voice mattered, that as individuals, we have something unique and special to share with the world. And it was right shortly after that that I got an email from Brendan Bouchard saying Influencer Summit is free this year. And I was just so excited because I'm like, yeah, everyone's struggling financially in 2020, but Influencer was something that really resonated with me. I was at, um, I was visiting my fiance um, at her parents' place during the time and I just kind of shut them all out for those four days. <laughs> and and, you know, buried myself in a room with that computer. And I was just consuming that because I'm like, I don't know when this stuff's going to be taken down. And I've been waiting on this for a year and I'm going to take advantage of it. I took 25 pages of notes. You know, a lot of it was illegible at the end. But I was like, I have to to get this because Brendan Burchard himself said those exact words multiple times. Your voice matters. I'm like, this is my message. This is what he's teaching. And all these different people, you know, were teaching us. So the most, um, as Karen said, there's like, there's so much information. It's an information overload. And, you know, I'm looking back over my notes like, oh, well, I didn't remember they said this and I can see this. But to me, at the end of the four days, the point that stood out more than anything 
was quality over quantity. As influencers, as people on online and social media, we all love to get those likes. And especially when we're starting out, it's so easy to get discouraged because, as I said before, it's so easy to get buried. And if we're not people who do this all the time, we don't have a team working for us that's cranking out these high-quality posts, then it's easy to get discouraged because you're chasing those likes, because you're chasing these comments. But that message from the uh, from the, the summit was rather than chasing the likes, impact one person, impact like individuals, and connect with them. And like we're doing here, like after the influencer summit, I sent out like thirty or forty messages, you know, direct messages on Facebook, and connected with people, and I had great conversations. And honestly, I kind of burnt myself out with how much I did. But the the most meaningful connections were the ones that stuck, like yours. And even if if we don't, you know, we don't talk every day or anything, but I resonated with your message. And we were able to share what we were doing. And, you know, like Karen is saying, she works with health. She's all about, like, holistically helping people to improve their bodies, their dwelling place. And like, if we can solidify that message and really clearly state it and also listen so that other people have a chance to do that with us, that's what changes. That's what makes or breaks us as influencers. And of course, that will grow over time. But like learning to do that one person at a time, learning to do that in these small groups before you expect to get the millions to follow you is to me the biggest takeaway that I took. Yes. I think you were doing that subconsciously before the Influencer Summit when you started doing your online performances, but you said, and you jokingly kind of like brushed it off. And Karen, I noticed you noticed that too. You jokingly like brushed it off, like, ah, I lost followers or likes and stuff. But you kept going like, you already were noticing that what you were doing were bringing the quality, you were bringing quality to people and the quality of the people that stayed were, were what was needed and you focused on them. You weren't, you weren't chasing the people that were leaving like, hey, you know, come back. Why are you not following me or why are you not liking me anymore? Or what, what, what is it that you don't like? You put your heart out there. You put your value out there that you believe is going to help people move from where they are to where they want to be. And you put it with quality and the people that are in it are quality for you. And I believe that it has to be a match in life or there's going to be resistance and I think that you were already doing it before the influencer summit but the influencer summit was kind of like the hey hey like you you've already got this down boy you're you're going to do big things and honestly yes yeah absolutely but influencer summit I think what was special about that was Brendan demonstrated that he believed in the power of what we were doing by giving his time to us. Yes. And make hundreds of thousands of dollars speaking at events like that. And every single one of those presenters, they demonstrated a faith in us by saying, you are worth hours of my time. For Brendan, it was days. And that's what resonated with me. Like, yeah, I can go up there and, and be on a stage and communicate with people. 
but it's the value added. Like, yeah, entertainment is valuable. We need entertainment. Listen, in 2020, sometimes I have to sit down and watch me some comedy because <laughs> this world's crazy, you know? And so I absolutely don't dog that entertaining for the sake of just an escape. But that influencer summit and the, the knowledge broker summit was to me like, okay, but I also have a, a specific message to share and really honing that down as to what what specifically do I want to say to people that can add value to them within a matter of, you know, 10 seconds or whatever that in, in people see a post. Like, what's something that can catch someone's eye and say, wait, I need more of that in my life. And so, yeah, it's a combination of, of the two. I like that. Um, I, I have uh, a couple questions left for you guys. I want to dive in. So now we have your your connection to the Influencer Summit, how, uh, what your takeaways are. Now I want to know, how are you going to utilize these? How are you going to implement them into your business, into your career, into your life in all areas um, so that you are creating influence, so that you aren't just sitting there taking in four days, nine hours worth of information and then just, you know, closing your book and adios, thank you, bye. Um, how are you bringing it forth into your life? Um, and then I want to know kind of where my, my audience can reach you. Um, but I have a couple more questions for you after that. It's funny that you asked this question because I was literally having this conversation with a few teammates. I'm not even kidding you yesterday. Because <laughs> it's like, how do we, and, and the conversation was, how do we present ourselves on social media? And what do we talk about when we're on social media? Um, because we used to uh, post a lot of transformations and things like that. But I, you know, we, even, even my company, they, they did a 2.0 version of it. They're starting a 2.0. So it's more like the art of wellness is their, is their tagline now. So it's more like about wellness, not necessarily about just transformation. It's all about like Benjamin, like he was saying, oh, you know, complete holistic health. And so, so I think the biggest takeaway, and I, I've done things with Eric Worre, who's a big network marketing person. That's how I knew Pete Vargas is, um, to show up, but to lean, and this is going to sound slightly egotistical, but to sort of lean into the power, if you will. And what I mean by that is, is be, I personally, I've always been real and I, I, I kind of show the good, bad, and the ugly, if you will. But I think it's also important, like, to speak more on what's on your heart, if that makes any kind of sense. So that's what I'm taking. I did the same thing like you did, Benjamin. I had like 40 million conversations and I was like, or like beach outs and stuff like that. And I was like, this is ridiculous. And so eventually I want to go back and like reach out to more people. But, you know, I think it's important to know that you don't know who's going to like, it doesn't matter if people like a comment because sometimes they just see it and eventually you may get a message from them saying how something resonated with them. So I honestly think it's, it's, it's like Benjamin, like he was saying with P. Vargas, the story, like who are you speaking to and just speak to those people, if you will. Like even though social media is vast, but like what's your avatar, speak to what your avatar is, because those are the people you're going to want, who, you know, to like in my case, join my team, but like who you're going to want to influence, if you will. Okay. And a lot of times you don't know what's, what that is. Sometimes it's the simple story of the saying, 
you know, my kids didn't come home from college on Thanksgiving week, kind of a thing. But I think that's that's the biggest takeaway is not to follow the masses, if you will, to understand the evidence, not so much all evening about the algorithm. People talk about the algorithm and all that kind of stuff. And it's just, you know what? Post what's on your heart. Post what you post what you feel like. Um, you know, scroll through all the negativity and everything like that and just put something out there that's important to you that you know is going to reach your audience. So I think that's where I'm leaning towards now. Like, I'll still post transformations, but I want to talk about overall health, overall wellness, overall, you know, there is a different way to earn an income. You know what I'm saying? Like, overall, what you can do, um, yeah, you know, cause so, because we were taught so much to do things a certain way. So it's kind of leaning into that. That's that kind of a thing. I like that. I like that. I, I'm I'm 100% with you. I believe, like, showing up wholeheartedly, just, you know, being present, being totally okay with, I like the saying, being, like, perfectly unperfect, like, mm-hmm. just totally being okay with that. And, you know, also... M- I know my dad didn't come out with it, but my dad used to always tell me, like, you know, the things that you might consider your flaws are what somebody else might think is the most beautiful thing in you or about you. And he's like, don't ever forget that. And and I'm always trying to remember that even about, like, like even about myself but within others and like I even take that approach in like when I'm looking at somebody and like I have a judgment or something like I'm like what is it I reverse it like or I like something about somebody that I think I don't have it in me because like or they're so beautiful or I wish I was that beautiful or I wish I was that talent I'm always like why don't I why like what is like or um what is it about them that I don't think I don't have? And why is that? And is it because of my flaws? Because if it's due to my flaws, you know what? Somebody else, they're looking at me like I'm looking at them. And it's just like that all the time. And it's just kind of just immersing everything about it. I love that. Um, speaking wholeheartedly is per- is the best way to go. Um, because that's the way you really build connection with someone. And when you hold, like, when you lean in, especially mm-hmm. when you when you help people learn to lean in to things, all things, not just the good, but the bad, the ugly, all of it, and you show it within yourself because you're authentic, that's when, that's when success all around happens for you, for everybody. Benjamin, what about you? How are you taking what you learned um, into your life and applying it? I definitely am continuing to hone down the message. Like, one thing that struck me about when I was listening through the the Influencer Summit is the, the difference between messages and people. Brendan Burchard didn't invent the stuff that he teaches. Tony Robbins didn't invent it. Les Brown didn't invent it. They're the same idea. They're being recycled, but they're being filtered through different individuals, which is why we have so many people in the personal development space teaching essentially the same thing. Because to your point, what makes 
your flaws and unique things you valuable. And so I've been thinking, okay, I have this message that I share. How do I continue to make that more specific to continue to call out other people? So, yeah, I reached out like the day after Influencer Summit or like the last day it was ending. I reached out. I went on on Facebook and I found people, I don't know, 10 or 12 people who had a podcast. I never listened to their podcast before. I just said, hey, I'm a life coach. I'm interested in being a guest on your podcast. You know, here's my information. And a few of them replied. And I actually had an interview just an hour before this one on a, on a podcast, someone I never met, but that I connected with that way. And it was a, a wonderful conversation. And so, again, just fostering those relationships and being prepared. One thing that's struck me is we have these opportunities. Influencer Summit was a tremendous opportunity. But we have these every day, whether it's people that we meet, whether it's uh, platforms, you know, to, to speak on. And a lot of times, the faith that we have in our growth and our potential is shown by how prepared we are for the opportunities that come our way. So this conversation today is an opportunity. I spend time every morning as part of my morning routine to mentally prepare myself for the day because we are, we're not a clean slate. Everything from traumatic experiences in our childhood, from the religious teaching or lack of religious teaching that we were taught to the exposure that we've had or, or the lack of exposure to uh, you know, mindfulness, to the weather, to the news, all that affects what we put out. So I have to be conscious and give myself time. I, I heard, uh, I think it was Les Brown. I follow him a lot. And, and he was saying, like, before you do any type of a speech, give yourself at least 10 minutes to unplug beforehand where you can just sit and collect your thoughts because when I have the opportunity to speak with you, I don't want to waste your audience time. I don't want to waste your time by just reacting publicly to something that happened in my personal life. So all of that is is just me realizing the influence that I have, realizing the opportunities. One thing I appreciated Brendan said, like, if you have one follower, you're an influencer. And so really connecting, like being intentional about that, because again, we see people in those spotlights, like talked about the Hollis family, like when you have so many people, we look at them and like, yeah, that's my goal. No, that's a result of the goal of being an influencer. So implementing that today and like, I'm going to use my influence for good. You know, I, I read the Bible and and talks about how if you're faithful in a few things, you'll be faithful in many things. And all of that, like bringing that into my professional life, whether it's as a life coach, whether it's talking to my fiance tonight, whether it's uh, making sure that I'm, you know, that I eat well, take care of my health. All of that is being ready for those opportunities, being ready for growth. You know, if two farmers are saying that I really hope it rains and one of them goes out and prepares the crops and the other one doesn't, who really believed that rain was coming, you know? And uh, 
So that's that's kind of what I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, like, I love that. <laughs> assuming, assuming that I have growth, that I have my dreams happening and acting in that faith, versus just wishing, you know, oh, I I saw this influencer summit and there were so many great people and I wish I had their platform, you know, but I learned this stuff and you know I'll just be ready here when it comes. No. Opportunities come to those who reach out and grab them. And that's that's what I'm trying to do. Yes, I love that. I love it. <laughs> one of the things that, like, I'm right there with you. Like, one of the things that I wrote down and I use for my mastermind is setting intentions. But then, how are you going to attend to those intentions? Mm-hmm. And I got that by by the influencer summit. It was just one thing that I took down because everyone's like, have intentions for the day, have intentions for your plan, have intentions for your goal, how you're going to go, be flexible, but have intentions for them. And I'm like, okay, so how can you but like and create a plan, have intentions? And I'm like, okay, so pretty much people are saying have clear intentions and then have a plan to it. So how are you going to intend to those intentions? And so that's how one of the things I took away. And then also what I what I have been listening to, um, and I I love and it shows for everything because um, is the is to relax on the instant gratification. Everyone's looking for those like those likes, those likes, those shares, the posts, the the yeah. ooh me me me, the go into my programs, look and look at this. I've reached the seven figures in three months and this and that. And they're forgetting about all that it takes to obtain what you get when you get there. Because if anybody, I think what, I think it's Jim Carrey says in one of his, uh, uh, interviews is that, you know, success was, was, was great. And then you got there and then it was, oh, I arrived. I still have to keep going. Like it wasn't something that it was just like, ta-da, like you're there now. It's done. It's like, I, if, if, if I'm not careful with what I do, or if I'm not setting intentions, or I'm not moving forward, this success, especially if it's like the success that has the eyes of the world on you, I would just say success, um, you could quickly lose it. And it's just like that, but in the smaller sense of it for people that are not so much like in the eyes of the others, just not worrying about having so much instant gratification. I was just listening to uh, Matthew McConaughey, and he was on the Lewis Howes uh, School of Greatness podcast. And he was saying um, how he was teaching his kids that one that like it was for a movie that he did a while ago and he was constantly going and going and it took a while for this movie to kind of really gotten like recognized and then all of a sudden he got a nomination for it and he got a trophy and he was trying to teach his kids that the consistency of putting it in day to day and not worrying about having that recognition every single time you make a move forward is going to bring you ultimate success or you can still get success from it 
the the seed that you plant today, you can get fruit from, especially if it's a banana tree or something that continuously grows for years to come. Or you might take it might take six months for you to get even a recognition. But if it's something that is meant for you to do, or you have that calling to do it, or it's it's been planted in your life for you to go out and then share and serve the world with it, then you have to keep consistently doing it. Or you're going to live a life of really big struggle and resistance. And unfortunately, you're going to cause a lot of suffering within yourself. And so that was one thing I took away. And then also everybody just kept saying, just start, just start, start, just start. So I think I wrote that down. Like every single time a new person was on, I think I wrote just start down. So that was my third takeaway. (laughs) And and if I could just comment on what you just said, I think it's so important about getting that fruit and about that delayed gratification because we all want reward. but. The why comes first, and the results come last. And the why, to me, is based in identity. So if I believe I'm an, an, an influencer, I'm going to cultivate my influence for good. If, if I take and I plant one seed one time, I'm not a farmer. I'm just someone who planted a seed, and it may or may not produce anything. A farmer gets annual harvest and results because he does it all the time. And, you know, a, a chef, they make quality meals and, and all that because that's who they are. That's what they identify. So if I identify as a life coach, if I identify as a health and wellness coach, if I identify as a healer or a, an entrepreneur, seeking for opportunities to affirm that identity. And as I do that, year after year and month after month, then the visible rewards come in. You know, water, it moves. The ocean has waves. They beat against rocks every single day. It's inevitable those rocks are worn down by the water. Not because the, the water is stronger, but because it's persistent. And what, you know, one thing that's so easy to do in, in this for us as achievers, as people who are in personal development, is to get worn out because we're just doing something and we get tired and, and it's, you know, burnout is a huge problem as Brendan pointed out. But to me, what can help to counteract that is that identity to really be able to say, no, this is my life meaning. This is my force. This is my message. And I'm going to do it not because it will pay me, not because I'm going to get famous, but because it's why I exist. And if we keep that in mind, keep that holistic approach, we keep taking care of ourselves, then not only will we avoid the burnout, but we will have more and more influence. We will attract more attention to our message because people will say, this person is serious about it. They value that. So maybe I can value what they do as well. Yes, I agree. I agree. Um, today, one of the things that um, I don't know if you guys heard of him. His name is Ira Davis. He's the dream diver. Um, he's fantastic. Check him out. Um, I heard of him through the Todd Durkin Impact uh, podcast. He's another gentleman that I think you guys should check out. 
But I um, I do like a, a Miracle Monday power call with him. And today's talk was all about consistency and how to be show up consistent. And I was I I had and he was talking about the seed. You have to plant the seed. You can't just plant the seed and just leave it. You have to attend to the seed. You have to you know pull the weeds out and all that kind of stuff. And the 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 aha moment that I pulled away was we all have this like term of success that we want to get and that's like the fruit that we're wanting to get so we all have this seed that we want that we have to plant and it's like the labor of going in and watering it every single day no matter what having that consistent day of watering the labor of watering it and there's a lot of things that we do Every single day that we don't need to do, but we're, we're empty, like we're showing up consistently, but with emptiness because we think we have to do it because that's what other people are doing consistent. So we're like, Oh, so that's what we have to do. And so my aha moment was, okay. Oh my God. What do you need to do consistently? Like you for you for your business, not because that's what that person's doing consistently. Like, what are you doing? Like, if it's something that it's they're doing consistently and it's working for them and that's what you wanted to obtain, those are the things you look for. But if you're just taking things and you're like, oh, my God, this person's cool. I like this. And you're just doing everything and anything and you're showing up consistently, inconsistent and everything, It's you're going to just feel very empty and you're not going to feel like, anything is happening or you're not going to feel momentum going forward. And so my aha moment was how can I purposefully show up consistently? So like show up consistently with purpose and not just emptiness. And because that's, I find what we are doing. And so my, that was my aha for today. And I think it just fits right in with this conversation is like, how do we, how do we show up for ourselves? And then when we do that, we then can really show up for others and really create an, an influence that is lifelong and really a ripple into the world um, long after we're done or any success uh, leaves or fleets away from us. But if I may speak to that point of, of consistency, and, it, you know, when you're taking something from someone else, even if you're putting your own words into it, people can be right through that. That's the first thing. But the second thing is when you're consistently inconsistent, like you said, do people really know what you do? You know what I mean? One of the things that we, we're taught on our trainings is go look at your Facebook page. Don't, you know, and look at your, your, your post. What do you post about? Do people, like, do people have any idea? Like, is there any indication of what you do? And if there isn't, well, that's, the, that's part of the problem, right? So you have to, you can take their message, like what they're saying, but then use your own word. And, and like I said, speak from the heart. Because if you have to, one of my teammates also says show up anyway, which I love too. Like you have to just, it just even if it's like, you know what, I didn't want to show up today, but I'm here. Kind of a thing. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. I love it. Um, so I just have... Uh, one more question for each of you guys, and this is my final question that I ask all of my guests, and it is, um, well, first, before you answer it, 
let my listeners know where they can find you, any of your products, your services, Instagram, Facebook, any of that. Um, and then my final question for you is what is your perspective on positivity? How to reach me. I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook as Karen, C-A-R-E-N, Shagrin, S-C-H-A-G-R-E-N, Cooper, C-O-O-P-E-R. Instagram is at Karen C1123, so C-A-R-E-N. Um, if you, you know, I, I haven't mentioned the name of my company, but I'm, I'm with a health and wellness company named Isogenics. So you can go to my website, www.karencooper.isogenics.com if you ever want to just check out the products and what they're about or anything like that. So that's how you can get in touch with me through social media. Um, and what do I think about positivity? As a reformed person, the person who played the victim card really, really, really well, uh, prior to starting, <laughs> I didn't believe in it. So I had a very harsh view about it because I was like, people can't be like that all the time. This just, it just, it didn't make sense to me. And, and actually I belong to a, something called the positivity chat on LinkedIn. A bunch of people just like put something together. So I think it's very important, actually. I think my view on positivity is this. Okay. You have to, but it's, it's, it's almost like a responsibility. So I played the victim card really, really well. And I used to blame things on everybody else. Right. And I had no clue that it was actually my choice. So I think that was a huge aha moment for me in terms of what positivity is. And, and, and I also think it's okay not to be okay. So you can be a positive person and be motivational, whatever you, you know, but it's also we're all human. And, and so when I see people all over social media and everything is great and wonderful, I'm like, it's got to be fake. So I think, and I think positivity can be used for good, not evil. If you will, I think it's almost like a movement, if you will, the lack of, you know what I mean? Because it, it really is. And, and, but I think it's, it's the same thing. Like I was talking about, it's endurance. It's not something, it's like a muscle that you have to work out every single day. You can't just, oh, suddenly you're positive. You can't. You have to do the work. I mean, Benjamin, you talk about it with your, with your work, I'm sure, with the spirituality and everything. It's part of the personal development piece. But it's also a matter of honing a skill away. It's almost like a skill. Right? You, and you don't, some things you don't wake up positive. Some things you just don't have it. You just don't. But that's also leading, then it's okay to lean into that as well. So when people say you're positive and they think it's a bad thing, I don't think it's actually a bad thing because you know what's going on in the world. Let's, let's just say that. And people, you know, they're, they're complaining about every little thing. But because when you have that skill and you're honing that skill, yeah, you know what's going on and you're aware of it and but you're you're just not there's like almost like a shield that you You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a positivity shield say, you know what, yeah, I get it, I know it, but I don't need to live there. I don't need to, to let the doom and gloom get to me and everything like that. So I think positivity is actually really a really, really awesome thing. And I try to teach my kids this too. I don't think People know that they can do it themselves. It's something that they can choose to, how they choose to react to something. It's very important. I, I love that. And I'm with you because I'm one of those people that are generally um, happy. Like I'm, I wake up with a general sense of happy positiveness. Um, I rarely get upset. Like, it, and I, I contribute to a lot of things. 
but yeah, it, and it, I love that you say that because I, my biggest thing is I love trying to help people transform their mind because I'm not always so positive. And the thing with me is because I like this is because when I do feel something that I'm not unsure of or like I'm unsure of or I'm uncomfortable with, I very much allow myself to feel it, search it out, understand it. What is it doing to my body? What is it doing to me? Is like, where is it coming from? Is it coming from the pit of my stomach from something that's in the past? Is it actually a present moment situation that I'm, you know, needing to address? Is it something that I need to address by myself? Like there's a lot of things that I do on my own that allow me to just have a natural sense but I also then like to say, I think I'm just blessed with both my parents, uh, good positive genes. I think I got their good, happy genes more than I got negative genes from them. So I also like to say that because I'm, uh, sometimes I don't know how I'm so happy or positive. I'm just like, I don't know. I just am. So I think that <laughs> today is, uh, I, I'll say is uh, a DNA day. <laughs> I'm just happy because of my DNA. And then there's other days where it's, I, I'm choosing to be, I'm choosing to be happy because I've leaned in enough to understand what my emotions are on the negative side of today. If I was to be on that side. And like you said, I just don't want to stay there. I don't want to stay there. Um, what is it doing to me? How can I um, release it? Right. Benjamin says, how can I release it? But how can I respond to it and not just react to it? And then it helps too. It. You know, when you're, you're negative and you're very, you know, the world, everything's happening to me kind of a thing, it affects your, your health as well. You know what I mean? Your your body posture and everything like that. So when you're more positive and everything like that, you're actually more healthy, believe it or not. Yes, yes, I agree. Benjamin, you, where can my listeners find you and what is your perspective on positivity? Excellent. You mind if I answer that in the, in backwards order? Uh, I wanted to, to tag onto this conversation that's happening here and I didn't want to lose that momentum. I think it's so important um, Karen talked about being someone who was a skeptic in previously, um, and and I think all of us have taught have said we didn't grow up in the personal development world. So obviously, I have people in my life who are who think that I have to some extent drank the Kool Aid and and into this positive thinking culture, and you know we we understand. And going back to being an influencer. How do I influence someone who's not going around listening to positivity podcasts every chance they get? Like, how do I connect with that person? And this subject of positivity is so central with that. So the way that I think about it is positivity is the responsibility of leaders. It's a matter of having vision. In other words, not that everything is always okay, but everything will be okay at this point. Uh, Les Brown again says, this hasn't come to stay, it has come to pass. We know that hard times happen. We have to be real about 
the things that are going on this year. Regardless of where we stand in the political spectrum, where we stand in a religious spectrum, we have to let people know, I see your struggle. I get it that you don't like being home. You know, some people, especially senior citizens, they're lonely because they're out here not getting visitors because, you know, trying to help. We can't just tell them, be positive, you know, and it'll help you. Like, there is a time to, to say that, but I, instead, we can choose to live our lives from the point that I'm willing to help you find, get to the positive. I'm willing to guide you through that journey and to listen to, in the meantime, the struggles, the very real struggles that you're going through. And this applies to everyone. It applies to children. Children are stressed right now. I remember, you know, back being five years old, feeling stressed. I didn't always know how to express it or what was going on, but if there was financial stress, if there was relationship stress, I felt it and I didn't know how to communicate it, so I just internalized it. People all around the world are feeling this collective angst and and you know, people have died this year. I mean, there there are plenty of times so to answer your question, I believe poverty is a long game. But I believe that again, it is the responsibility of people who want to have influence, who feel called to have influence. Because there's a difference between being called to be an influencer and wanting to be famous. A lot of times those two get mixed up. But if you feel that calling, then you have to say, okay, I'm going to build up my energy, get my mindset right, absorb this positive energy so that I have the endurance to go out here into the world and not just lecture people about how they should be positive, but to guide them to a place where they can be positive. So that's how I say that. that. And as far as how people can find me, uh, it would be on social media, on Facebook, and on Instagram. My username is the same. It is Ben Jenkins 2022 because 2022 is the year that I my wedding is. So that's the way you can remember that. And I have a website. It's benjenkinsmedia.com. And the reason that title is so broad is because I have photography on there, I have music on there, and then the coaching is the the next phase, and that's the new thing that's that's happening. But I I try to influ- impact people through you know those mediums, and that's that's the skill set I have. And and the whole thing is help people to strengthen themselves, to get their power, to be comfortable in their shoes so that they have the extra energy to be positive. Oh, I love that. So two things. Uh, one, congratulations on the wedding coming up. That's very exciting. Um, second, I love that you said that it's responsibility and to navigate people to the positivity because what clicked in mind and what I thought of is there's a general sense of like the positive energy that we all get in the general sense of like positivity, but everybody views positivity different and what is positive for you in your life cannot be positive for me for for you um skiing is something very positive and for me I'm like yeah like it's like it's I don't care about like ski or whatever it is. It's not that I don't have, it's just there's a different sense of positivity. And I love that you said that as a leader, it's 
is mm. for you to say that it's not it doesn't have to be always positive right now it's getting to positive and showing it through the individual process of who you are as a person and reaching it through your own journey and as a coach just kind of help guiding that that's that is amazing i love both of your guys's takeaway that is so fantastic i want to say thank you guys so very much again for joining me on the podcast but most importantly, I want to say thank you guys for really going out into the world and putting intentional positivity out there and really looking to create impact and influence and helping people strive to become their best self, search for positivity, become, you know, able to release anything that is holding them back, any negativity, and really just embrace who they are in their complete self, speak from the heart. And I just want to thank you guys for that because without that, um, the world wouldn't be the same. You guys are making an impact. So thank you guys so very much. Thank, thank you, you for having us. <laughs> um, I will be in touch with you guys. Thank you guys. And have a fantastic rest of your guys' day. You too. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Well, there you have it, my friends. I hope you guys had a fun time listening to both Ben and Karen. I hope you guys enjoyed learning a little bit about each one of them. I hope you guys took away some wisdom, knowledge, insight, and inspiration. And I hope you guys implemented into your guys' life. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please let us know by tagging us on the socials. My Instagram is at SparkplugWellness. Ben's is Ben Jenkins 2022. And Karen's is Karen C1123. That's for Instagram. For Facebook, it is Ben Benjamin Jenkins or Ben Jenkins and Karen Cooper. I am so excited. Please let us know your thoughts, your opinions. Also, please like, share, rate, and review the podcast for it truly does help get the value of my my guests out to many more listeners. And it lets me know that I'm on the right track to providing you guys with what you guys want to hear. Thank you, thank you, thank you once again for taking the time to listen to the Positive Spark Plug podcast. It is now time to go out and do something positive and be positive.